Hey guys, welcome back to the Wisdom and Stuff podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Boucher, and this is where we cut through the Christianese and tradition-based thoughts that hinder us from the limitless lifestyles that we as actual children of God are designed to walk in. So let's go ahead and dive into the Word and see what the Holy Spirit has for us today. Hey guys, welcome back, uh, Wisdom and Stuff podcast, uh, and we're joined with by Amy Escobedo again Hello. today, and uh, we're going to be getting into something that uh, she kind of brought up a while back. It was a few months back, and and uh, just something the Lord had, had t- kind of talked to her about, and just talking about praying. We're going to be talking about praying, basically the unchangeable, praying fr- from the unchangeable realm into this realm. And so, Amy, why don't you go ahead and, and jump off with that? Sure. Yeah, a few months ago, I was praying about something. Um, so about somebody very close to me and, uh, you know, at the time they were going through something and I knew that, um, something desperately needed a change. Mm-hmm. You know, we needed to see change in this person's life. And that's when God brought the scripture up to me while I was in prayer over this person. And he said, actually you, what you want to do is you want to start praying the unchangeable over them because he brought this verse up to me in Hebrews six. Uh, this verse talks about, um, his oath and his promise and that they're the two unchangeable things. Yeah. And, uh, and I just heard in my spirit, the words by two unchangeable things where God can't lie. We have hope. That's kind of what I heard in my spirit when I was mm-hmm. praying. And I'm thinking, why would I want to pray unchangeable things over something that I desperately need changed? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, I looked up this verse and, uh, you know, I can start off in verse 18 here, okay. Hebrews six eighteen. It says, so God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. So when I read that verse, I knew that what I had been attempting to do this whole time through prayer was to change the circumstance. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I need to pray for healing. I need to pray healing from heaven and earth. That's what I need to do. And then God stopped me and just said, actually, why don't you, instead of praying for that circumstance to change, why don't you pray, pray the word that will never change? Yeah, the word that's fixed forever right. in heaven. The promise of healing where the promise of healing that can never change and nothing can ever change that promise. Pray that into the circumstance and watch the circumstance change by praying right. the unchangeable. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and that's that's good because what we get caught up in is focusing on the problem. Yeah. And the problem that needs to change. And so if if we're focusing on the problem, then we're only focusing on that which by definition has to change. And, and, and by nature will change. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it says, uh, you know, in, in Corinthians, it says not to look at the seen realm, but the unseen realm. It says because the seen realm is subject to change. That's right. But the unseen realm is eternal. Exactly. And so, uh, so you know, here, you know, just changing our position in prayer from, I think, focusing on the thing that needs to change instead of focusing on the fact that we're stewarding change from the unchangeable realm I think is is key because that's exactly right. Because otherwise, we're just focusing all the time on the problem, on the problem, on the problem. Yes, that's and, right. And, and that, by definition, will you know only carries the DNA of the problem. That's exactly right. Yeah. So I'm looking at this problem. The problem is big in my eyes, and I'm yeah. thinking I just need the problem to change. I yeah. just need the problem fixed. I just need to see the problem look differently now, and right. I need to find the solution for it. And so, when God told me, I want you to just tweak what you're saying. And start saying the healing, the promise of healing that will never change. 
that's what I'm going to steward into the earth right now because right. nothing can change the promise of healing because it says it's, it's unchangeable. That's really good. Yeah. Nothing can ever change that, but sickness can change. Yeah. So sickness is like is up and down. Sickness yeah. is subject to a lot of variables. Sickness can come and go and sickness can get worse and better. And sickness is just, sickness is a constant changing thing. <laughs> and so, right. and here it's just growing and growing and the sickness is like multiplying. And why do I want to try to come against this ever changing thing with more change? Right. Oh, I'm just going to pray. I'm going to pray for the sickness to get better. It's like, why don't I just pray? for the unchangeable word that's fixed forever in heaven and speak that over the ever-changing thing. Yeah, and that, and that, you know, and I know that can get kind of spiritually gummy and stuff, but to, to get these things, you know, as we've talked about, uh, it, it does require us to humble our mind uh, past the natural realm and begin to think supernaturally and begin to, th- to take our identity to a place that we are seated with him in heaven. Because if we're not, then we're still wrestling the earth on the earth terms instead of stewarding heaven into the mm. earth. And um, and I think I think with that, it, and then you, I've heard you know I, I've said this a lot, and so uh, that the, the 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 problem doesn't carry the same DNA as the solution. Right. And so if all you ever do is focus on the problem, then you know, I'm just bound up by all of these factors, all the factors of why this is here, what's going on, what's the root of it, what's the cause of it, blah, 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 blah. Right. And, um, and that, that implies that I have to know everything to, in order to change that, mm. to make it look like God, whereas God's the only one who knows all everything that needs to actually change. He's the only one, and he when he speaks his reality, his unchangeable reality, and we understand that we're not a victim to that which needs to change, but we're a steward of that which cannot change. Mm. I think that's what changes. It actually shifts our perspective and stops. It stops uh, 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 the victimization that right. we can feel. Yeah. And uh, and even instead of asking, well, why is this happening? Why does it happen to me? You know, I'm. I. Why did this? You know, blah 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 blah. All those things are victim words. Yeah. And um. And it doesn't mean that we don't want answers. It just means that. You know, we carry something that's unchangeable into the situation. The that's very good. reason I'm I'm here is to to steward that, to be conduit of the of the unchangeable realm, and uh, and knowing that His word is fixed forever in heaven. Um, it, it's it kind of you know the one of the illustrations that I like to use in talking about once again the problem versus the answer is if 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 let's say I'm in my garage and I'm building something got a piece of wood and I need a hole in the wood. Um, and I need, uh, because I need to drill a hole in the wood and the, the, the wood needs a hole in it. Well, um, you know, the, the wood is made up of wood, obviously not big secret there, but, uh, what's going to drill into that is my drill with a bit in it. And it's not the same composition as the wood. Yeah. It actually is made of something totally different than the wood. Yeah. And I can't study the wood long enough to actually know how to make a hole in it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> right. Know, it doesn't matter <laughs> how long I study that wood. And I, I have to go get I have to go get something that looks totally foreign to the wood. That's right. It doesn't look like the wood at all. That's awesome. There's nothing in that drill that's made of wood. <laughs> it's I mean it totally there's no component that's of that drill so that is made of the same molecules as the wood. That's good. And uh <laughs> And and I don't just study the drill. I use nice. the drill. Mm-hmm. I literally I take my identity as one who uses the drill, wow. and I'm actually applying what's in the drill to the wood. Wow! And uh, and it changes the wood. 
but but my my focus is not on the wood. My focus is on the drill. Wow. And uh, and so in in prayer, learning to adjust our focus mm-hmm. from from the circumstance. That's why we take we don't look at the things which are seen, but we look at the unseen realm. Nice. And and learning to say, okay, well, you know, Abraham here, God God is giving instruction to Abraham in Hebrews six there. And he did it, and he, he it says that he, it's there. It says that he gives us great consolation in our soul mm-hmm. because he knew our soul would it be the issue. He knew that. He knew the whole time that the problem was going to be in our soul. Yeah, so our mind, our will, our, our emotions are going to be the issue. Yeah, and so yeah. he goes, okay, the soul is going to be the problem, and that he actually made a way called his word, called yeah. his unchangeable word. That was meant to take our soulish weakness out of the equation. That's so good. Yeah. I think even through praying the unchangeable, what we often see is rather than the circumstance, just we wake up and circumstance is magically different. I think what what I have experienced is I wake up and I realize that I'm different. That's right. That's good. So I'm like, okay, well, like you said, you don't take the same component of the wood to try to drill a hole in the wood. Yeah. I don't think take the components of the problem, my soul and the emotions all entangled in my soul, mm-hmm. wrapped up in the problem to try to fix the problem. Right. I don't take the need to God and say, I'm in desperate need of this to fix my problem. And like you said, you have to take a totally different component to address the problem. Yeah. And the component here is my perspective changing. So that, <laughs> so funny, I'm praying the unchangeable. And while I'm praying the unchangeable, I see my own self changing yes. my position yes, toward yes. the problem. So, uh, yes, we're praying the unchangeable, the fixed word forever in heaven over the situation. And while we're doing that, I suddenly see myself different to the problem now. So the problem doesn't have the power over me anymore. I have the power of the problem now. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, nothing actually changed. Like the circumstance, like is still looking like a problem Mm -hmm. and the word fixed forever in heaven is still fixed forever in heaven. But the only thing that changed was me. That's right. I, yep. I stood up and said, I'm going to think differently about this. The problem is still the problem. The answer is still the answer, but I'm going to change and I'm going to steward the answer over the problem now. Yeah, that, that's that's so huge because we look at that and this has always been about our identity shift in in mankind. Uh, and what I think about that, I think with Jesus, as he came into the earth, um, of course, he brought salvation. He brought forgiveness. He brought redemption into the earth. And so he was he was literally heaven though he was the living word of God. He is the word of God incarnate in the flesh. And he comes in and the the cool thing about it is the problem of course is that man is separated from sin, from God through yeah. sin. The problem is that man is unrighteous. Yeah. And so but what he does is he doesn't actually abolish sin. Yeah. Yep. He really doesn't do anything about sin. Yep, still a big problem. It's still around. I don't know if people <laughs> notice, but it's it's like it's still kind of there. And so he actually didn't do anything about sin. Yeah. He did something about us. That's good. He changed us. And so he actually he actually didn't change sin because sin is is tied to the earth which mm-hmm. is always changing. Yeah. And he didn't he's he's not going to he 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 didn't ever intend to go around and make sure that nobody sinned. He just took us out of sin. And so he just redeemed us out of it and and allowed us to sit sit with him in heavenly places. And so when we're when we're praying uh you know whether it be healing or whatever it is over a situation that we perceive needs to change, we're actually taking that, 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 that individual or that situation and we're actually elevating it to God's reality. Mm. 
you know, and so we're actually praying the unchangeable, we're praying the manifestation of the unchangeable realm into their life, and we're stewarding heaven into the earth. Yeah. And instead of instead of trying to change the thing, yes. you know, it's like, we need to change that thing. Yeah. Well, Jesus didn't change sin. My goodness. Sin is exactly the same as it's always been. It's actually work, waxing worse and worse. <laughs> if he if that was his goal, he did a lousy job. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> his goal was to change us. And, and the great thing is it takes the pressure off us. Yeah, because totally. Because oftentimes sickness and, I mean, any problem in the world, any yeah. problem that we're facing right now feels almost insurmountable sometimes. Yeah. Where when you're like, you know what, I'm not, I'm not going to try to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fix me. Yeah. I'm going to take my eyes off of fixing that because that is insurmountable right now. Yeah. I can't just see this differently right now um, through, uh, through my own willpower or whatever you want to say, like uh, through, through my might and through my works. But I can put my eyes on heaven and yes. I can steward heaven over earth. And mm-hmm. uh, suddenly the pressure lifts. And I'm like, oh, I don't have to try to eradicate sin in the world. I don't have to try to abolish sickness. I just have to pray heaven over into earth. Yeah, and what really, I, I think that's so huge because uh, the reason why I think I think people get so uh, almost overwhelmed or, or, or desperate or frustrated or whatever it is in, in their prayer life or even just in their daily life is because they do they're still trying to battle the earth on the earth's level. And so they're arm wrestling these things. And and the Bible says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, you know, and there's, there's, um, you know, when we understand who we are, you know, it, once again, it's a matter of, it's a matter of, of the awareness of resource. So if I have my piece of wood and I need a hole in it and I'm like, well, this is, uh, you know, it's a four by eight block of wood. That means I need, and I, I need a three quarter inch hole through a, a, a four by eight piece of wood. That's a big chunk of wood. It's very very thick, and and I could look at that and go, man, you know, it's going to take me so long to actually try to get a piece a hole through that piece of wood, and I could wrestle with that piece of wood, and I could try to dig it out with my fingernails. I could try to you know whatever get a spoon, do whatever I could try to do to 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 wrangle that hole, uh, but. Any amount of frustration that I have is only because I'm 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 unaware of resource. Whoa! Because if I have a drill mm. that has a three quarter inch bit, now my awareness of that resource changes my view of the problem. Wow! And so, and so when I you know that that's the problem is when people are like when their eye when they got the big eyes towards something when they're like oh well, that's just such a big problem well you don't know your resource apparently that's so good because God doesn't have big eyes yep and so and Jesus on the earth never had big eyes. And so, you know, he's just like, he literally was confounded by why the disciples were always afraid of different things because he's like, what? I don't understand. Because he understood his awareness of resource. And and Jesus, once again, is, is you know, he, he, didn't, he didn't just do these things to show off. He did these things to show us who we are. Mm. And so he wasn't just like, yeah, I'm super Jesus. Let me, you know, <laughs> he literally like, you know, when, when they, when, you know, when they woke him up on the boat when it was sinking or when, it, when the storm was raging and it was filling with water, you know, he didn't just say, man, I'm glad you woke me up in the nick of time yep. you know he didn't just rip his shirt open super jesus and just be like doing the thing <laughs> you know i love one of one of the gospels actually says he rebuked them first oh before he even talked to the winds and the waves he rebukes them because the storm doesn't bother him right. and he's like dude the problem is not the storm it's the lack of your faith that's the real problem here wow the bigger problem is not this storm the bigger problem is your lack of faith yeah. you don't know who you are exactly. right now and so so when you know god does not intend for us to to speak the unchangeable unless we are communing in the unchangeable realm 
you know, and I, that's where it gets difficult, you know, when you, when people are like, well, I just don't understand how to do that. It's because yeah. you're not hanging out in the unchangeable room. Whoa. You know, it's like, if, if, if I don't understand how to, how to drill a hole in a piece of wood, because I haven't hung around drills. Wow. I haven't actually got a hold of a drill yet. That's key. You know, is key, you know, and, and so when God says, well, even when he says, I, you know, you, you've heard me say this before, but he, he, he rarely tells us how to do anything in the Bible. Ever, <laughs> I mean, he he literally says, "Be strong in the Lord and the power of His might." <laughs> That's right. How the how do you do that? There's, just be that just way. Just be that, you know. And and Jesus like, "Be holy as your Father is holy. <laughs> be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect." What? He, but he doesn't say how. He doesn't give me. Yeah. Here's a brochure on that. Yeah. Let me give you my ten CD set on that. Exactly. He doesn't do all that. He just says, "Do this." Yep. And um, and then you know, even uh, the, the beginning of the church when when they're like in Jerusalem, he goes, "Yeah, go tarry in Jerusalem, and you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit, and the and and you'll be endued with power from on high." Mm. How do you do that? Mm-hmm. And he even says, oh, "You're going to, you know, obviously Mark 16, he goes, and those who those those who believe these signs will follow. You'll speak with new tongues. How do you do that? Yeah, there's no hows. There's just do. Yeah. And 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 what I love about that is because it's not because he wanted us to be frustrated, and it's not because he wanted us to seek out information education about these things that was not his drive his drive was not his his intent one day was he would hope that there would be a lot of bible schools to tell people how to do things that was not his intent his intent was for us to understand if he doesn't say how it's because i already know how oh wow it's because i have something inherent in me that he's tapping into and so every time he tells me to do something without instructions because i already know how i have the inherent ability on on the inside called god's nature incredible and so and so when we're talking about like, oh, let's just speak heaven into the earth. <laughs> just do that. Just do it. <laughs> just, just do that. Just come on. Just do it. You know, and uh, yeah. and the thing is, though, we do have that inherent, we have the inherent nature to do that. Yeah. It just, it. I have to be around the nature. I have to be around it. And, uh, and you know, w- the more I'm around heaven, the more I'm worshiping, the more I'm in the word, the more I'm, I'm just around those supernatural things, the more that ability will just come to the surface. Wow. And it's not something I learn. It's yeah. something I do. Yeah. Uh, and that's why he didn't give me a lot of instruction on anything uh, because so it's already good. in us. <laughs> but, that uh, is so good. And that's, that goes back again to it being our first nature. We talked yes. about this a little while back, mm-hmm. that it's not even second nature nature yes. for us to do this it's literally our very first nature to yeah. know how the know-how of god and the kingdom and his ways it's already inside of us so we know this like the back of our hand That's we right. know this better than anything in the world we know it like like we know how to breathe it's that easy because it's a part of us it's so wrapped up in our dna we actually don't know who we are without it right. we just don't know that we're not really aware that we operate in it every day mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's how mm-hmm. that's how much it's a part of our consciousness that we operate in it every single day it's our first nature to steward it's our first nature to speak yes. the power of god it's our first nature to steward life over death and healing over sickness and uh, it's so inherent we don't know who we are without it yes we just have to start doing it yeah yeah it's funny because the inherent authority is seen all through our culture uh because that's why we have hospitals we're talking about sickness nice yeah you know if if we didn't believe we had authority over sickness we wouldn't have hospitals people would just be sick and dead that's it that's our only (laughs) option you know this is so easy i know animals don't have hospitals i haven't seen a squirrel (laughs) hospital yet and uh and it's, it's 
but 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 humans, we know we're supposed to have authority over sickness and disease. We already know that's it inherently, right. mm-hmm. and that's why from way back then, thousands of years ago, we've been making ways to 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 have medicines and different things because we know sickness shouldn't be in our life. So there's an inherent understanding of our authority. Um, The problem is is that the carnal Mm. mind has only found carnal ways to actually satisfy Mm -hmm. the appetite of the authority. And... um, but what we have to do is when we get spiritually minded, then we realize, oh, that's right. this authority that's inherently in me is only actually satisfied yeah. by supernatural means because we're not supposed to wrestle with flesh and blood. And so that's right. uh, he gave us his name. He gave us his blood. He gave us his nature. He gave us his, mm. his, his authority um, so that we would be able to do this on a supernatural level. Yeah. And uh, so why, you know, why, even with that, it's like we're not contending with sickness. We're just yeah. taking authority over it. Yeah, and going back to what we were talking about earlier about us changing in prayer rather mm-hmm. than the circumstance changing. Yeah. Um, I know I've heard you say this before where uh, sometimes you go into prayer and or I would go into prayer and just say, I'm just going to sit here until I'm changed mm-hmm. because the circumstance is has this threatening voice over me right, right. now. Yeah. And until I'm changed, I'm not leaving this prayer time. Does that mean that I get the report immediately texted to me that the circumstances <laughs> have changed? Right. No, yeah. because I've already changed. Yeah. And so my belief in situation changing has happened in my living room. Yeah. And the confirmation and the surety of the promise that I have in God over that situation is settled forever in my heart, in my living room, outside of the problem. Yes. And it is in within the walls of my home that I've received the healing, that I've received the promise. And, uh, and so I don't need to run to find out if everything turned out okay. Yes. Because I changed. Exactly. I finally know, okay, I'm not leaving my prayer time until I've changed. Mm-hmm. Because until I change, that problem still has that voice over me. That's huge. I mean, that is that is so huge right there. Because really, until until we change our perspective, which means we change our position. Mm-hmm. You know, in order to change perspective, we have to change position. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to... You know, if I if I look at that lamp across the room and I have a certain perspective of it right now, the only way to change my perspective is to change my position toward it. That's right. It's easy. That's good. And so if I'm gonna change my perspective toward anything, I have to change my position that Amen. I currently have. That's so good. that's why Jesus says, you know, that I need to set my mind on things above and on the things of the earth. And uh and because that's where truth resides. You know, truth resides in the heavenly realm, and that's where you know his word is settled forever in heaven. It's there's no con- there's no uh, uh, contention with the word. There's no contradiction mm. to the word. Uh, the word is settled forever in heaven. Mm-hmm. It is it is an established reality, and that's all there is. And so th- for our for us to pray out the unchangeable, like what you're saying, unless I change. I'm trying to stir up the unchangeable or produce it instead of pray from it. Whoa, that's good. And uh, so, so uh, you know, we the, the problem is we will get we'll get a, we'll get a principle, yeah. and we'll be like, yes, yep. praise God for the principle. Mm. But then we try to produce the principle Whoa, instead good. of changing ourselves so that the principle is our is our identity and reality, and. Um, and and it's it is it is, does come to like just like exactly what you're saying, where in my prayer time, in my living room, in my prayer closet, wherever I wherever I am at, that's where I make that change. Mm. And it's like I know that I mean, the, the word says I don't know how to pray as I ought. It says I never do. It doesn't say sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. It just says I never do. <laughs> uh, it it it. So it's like there's there. I have to go into prayer knowing I don't know how to pray as I I might know, I might know God's will, but I don't know His ways. Mm. And so I know that his will is is for this person to be healed. 
but I don't know his way in actually how that how it needs to happen. Wow. And so that's why Jesus, you know, he 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 actually healed so many different ways. You know, he he you know he he said, "I only do what I see my father do." That's it, he, because he knew that even though he knew the will of God all the time. He he had to walk out a relationship with God to know His way, and uh, and so anyway, with that though, the point of it is, is like exactly what you're saying. If you're in your prayer time and that and 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 the the circumstance is still, you know, right up in your face and having this, and, and you're still, if you were to speak concerning that circumstance with anything less than other than than utter reality and authority then you're not there yet yeah you're not even qualified to speak into it yet mm. and uh because uh this this is you know god is not unsure about it he totally has no unsurety about it at all right and if i'm supposed to have the mind of christ then the christ has no unsurety about it and so i have to pray out those things and change my own position toward it mm-hmm. and saying, okay, let's get God bigger than this. One of the, to me, and this may be something we can get into next hour, but our next time is, is one of the first things that I had to learn to do is, uh, is just literally tangibly magnify God yeah, and, and get him to the, the biggest thing in my consciousness. That's good. And until he's the biggest thing, mm-hmm. something else is. Mm-hmm. And so, so, when God, when I can actually just sit down and say, you know what? I'm not even going to talk about the sickness yet. Why would I? Sickness isn't the biggest thing here. God is. So why would I begin with sickness? Why would I begin with wow. something that needs to change when he's the unchangeable thing? And so I might as well Say talk, that again. You know, that's so, so good. Well, <laughs> but but that's so the thing. You know, we, we, run into, we run into prayer and we think that we're, you know, like prayer is yeah. about the sickness. Wow. That sickness is not worthy of my prayer. You know, it's like, it's so small. Oh it is not even worthy. Oh my gosh, that's it's, amazing. And it's like, God is the only one worthy of my communion. Wow. And so, so learning to come into him and say, okay, first of all, and I've, I I tell you, there's times when, <laughs> when, you know, there's some circumstances, whether it be financial or emotional or relational or, or physical or whatever, that have definitely, you know, ganged up on me and yelled at my mind. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, With yeah. Just, ah, oh, all the voices. Yeah, mm-hmm. And, um, and, and there's, I, I had to learn. I learned, you know, just, just learn some principles about going, you know what? They are not worthy. They are not worthy of my time and they are not God. And so I literally would, would say, okay, just for that, (laughs) just for that. In spite. (laughs) Yeah. I will not even think of that for the next week. That's good. I'm not going to pray about it. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to, I'm not even going to look up scriptures about it. I'm not going to do that. It's so unworthy. You know, it's like, I want to magnify God. And, uh, and I literally, I mean, I tell my mind, okay, just for that mind, because you're not in charge. Jesus is Lord. I have the mind of Christ, and he's not even thinking about that right now. <laughs> yep. So I, I only want to converse what's happening in heaven right Amen. now. So I have to go into the, my prayer time saying, okay, Father, number one, you're God. That's right. What are you talking about right yeah. now? Because I don't think he's just focused on what we're, what we're mostly focused on. Yeah, uh, no amount of sickness can measure up to the amount of healing that's in heaven right oh, now. Oh, that's like, good. Absolutely that's really good. No, there's no contest. Sickness has nothing on healing. Yes. And I think when we are afraid and we get into that place of fear and need and we're not sure what to do and we're unsure of the promise of healing <laughs> yeah. and things aren't happening the way that we think that they should, we often think that the sickness is going to overtake the amount of healing that's available. Right. And that's totally opposite. Yeah. Right. Sickness has nothing on healing. <laughs> and uh, the amount of healing isn't measured yeah. by the amount of sickness that's in the earth. That's and so, so um, when we, like you were saying, when we become aware of the supply of healing, I'm like, oh, 
<laughs> sickness has nothing on this. <laughs> yeah. Sickness has absolutely nothing on the amount of healing that's available. And he- healing right now is like currency in heaven. Yeah. It's like flowing limitlessly. And it's like disposable healing yeah. everywhere <laughs> in heaven. That's right. That's right. It's like everyone has disposable peace and healing mm. and everything because there's so much of it and it's abundant that um, it, it's actually meant for us. Mm-hmm. And here we are just letting it hang out in heaven. It's yes. like, let me just take some of that because mm-hmm. there's no <laughs> limit to the supply mm-hmm. at all. And sickness just has has nothing on it. And healing only exists for the earth. Exactly. I don't need it in heaven. <laughs> I don't need, but it's it's like ever so, flowing in yeah, heaven. So you know, <laughs> God only made it for the earth. He literally <laughs> only made it for one place. Yeah, and here we are yeah. to going to God yeah. with our sickness. Yeah. We're saying, oh God, the sickness is so great. Yeah. What mm-hmm. can we do? Not just sickness, but poverty yeah. and, and whatever like it is, yeah. whatever it is that you feel like there's a limited supply to cover that that need. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh no, this is this is limitless healing, yes. limitless joy, limitless peace, and it is just flowing ever about in heaven. They don't even need it up there. Yeah. We need it. And so we have to, like you said, identify with the resource of heaven. And begin to steward that in the earth by seeing ourselves differently, by seeing ourselves as stewards of it and yes. um, changing our position toward the sickness. Because I still think when we often go to God in prayer, we still think I'm going to have to somehow have enough faith to cover right. the amount of sickness that's going on. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's we want to change our position toward the sickness and say this has nothing on the amount of supply that I have. That's right. That's so good. And let's let's get into that next time. Uh, we need to wrap it up for right now. All right. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God, just for this revelation, Lord God, of just praying out the unchangeable, fr- praying from the eternal realm into this temporal realm. And I just thank you right now, Father. Teach us how. Teach us, Father God, our true nature in this. Teach us, Father God, how you've already born us to walk this out. And we just thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us today on Wisdom and Stuff. Don't forget to subscribe to get new updates and check out our podcast page on Podbean to find all our previous posts and full-length messages. We'll see you next time and have a blessed day.